On today's show, Luka Doncic goes off, but the Dallas Mavericks couldn't get anything going against the Clippers. We'll talk about how, why, and what needs to change on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member, NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. Who boy. Can't believe I'm about to ask this. What's one frustration you oh, no. have? With the Dallas Mavericks right now, let it go. Let it go, be known in the comment section. I have a feeling this is going to be one of our most commented on videos ever. Oh no! Joining me as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the clipped clipper, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Thought you're talking about clipping. Yep. A word has two meanings. How about that? You could use you could use it in two different ways. <laughs> and I was like uh, talking about clipping. Uh, Pressers. Um, <laughs> one of uh, one of the things I'll go ahead and answer the uh, frustrated thing. Yeah, they let Moses Brown go. I mean, <laughs> the Mavs did. <laughs> the Mavs let Moses Brown go, and hey, just, uh, this drop is about Moses Brown. This is a positive world. We'll take the positive. He was plus two. He was plus two in that whatever did, whatever game that was. Get ready for it. We talked to Moses Brown at Media Day. Yeah, uh, last year. And uh, I'll always remember us asking him, hey, what's your perfect first date? And Moses Brown said, probably go to Papa Do's. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good and first it, date. It, it was great. But uh, tonight sucked. Yeah, for the Mavs, obviously losing to the Clippers. And I just have to ask, what did the rest of the team do during the uh, TCU-Georgia game the night before? Yeah, Luca was inspired by that game. He goes, "Oh, we're not gonna lose. Like, we're not gonna lose like that. We're not gonna get blown out like TCU did the night before." Did they enjoy their night in LA the they, night before? Coming up have. next, they must have. Like, it, just at least in the first quarter, you're like, "Oh man," you could just tell them coming out of the gates. It was, uh, it was a rough one. But let's, I mean, let's start with this. Luca was incredible. Forty three points. He now has the most forty point games in regular season and or playoffs against the Clippers than any player in NBA history, more than Kobe Bryant, more than like anybody, which is kind of wild. Just how this kind of rivalry has sort of developed over the last couple of years here with them playing in the playoffs twice in seven game series and all that kind of stuff. But with Luca, I have to ask this question to start. He stays in, he plays the whole third quarter. He normally plays the whole third quarter. He starts the fourth quarter. He plays the whole fourth quarter, and he was aggressive. Scored 20 points in the fourth quarter and, like, looked off teammates, I thought, a lot in that quarter. Uh, Took six shots, went to the free throw line eight times, zero assists, and, like, you can't really blame him. I'm not blaming him for the strategy. What What I'm curious about, was he making a statement? Was he making a statement like, hey, it's no, it's nobody but me out here right now. I don't know if it's more if it's as much of a statement as in his mind he's looking at it saying this is the best chance for us to win and come back is for me to take this thing over and is he that had a 20, statement in and of itself though yeah but I think he's doing it in the mindset of like to win the game instead of trying to make a statement to like the organization or coaching staff all of that um, you know he puts twenty puts up twenty points in the fourth and 
you know, like you said, I mean, he played 43, played all, you know, what, all but five minutes of this game, uh, right out, I think, 43 minutes uh, total in the game. But entire second half. Yeah, and and you know he finishes Almost. with forty three, and and I thought kind of like what you alluded to. I thought he was you know looked a little sluggish in the in the first quarter, um, you know a little bit, and even though you know they were clearly wanting to target uh, Zubots there and uh, get him in foul trouble and all <laughs> that, which too. is it's just funny in itself. Shout out to Zubots for uh, still rocking the buzz cut. You know, there's not too many guys in the league that just rocks the straight buzz cut. Like you go to college and just like, hey, I don't, I can't spend money on a haircut, so you just do the. It's it's Zubots, it's Bobby Corolla, it's. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there's not many guys that run like to rock the buzz cut like that. <laughs> I'm gonna text him right now and tell him. <laughs> but yeah, Luca was incredible. Even from the stop, even from the start, like you said, they started in the first quarter and Zubots scored two. Really quick buckets against Dwight where you're just like, he just looks overpowered. It's one of the reasons why the Mavs tried to go out and get a center and end up failing to do, to, to get an effective center in the offseason. And then Luka drew two fouls against Zubats in literally a seven-second period. <laughs> literally 9.31, he draws the first foul. And then 9.24, he draws the second foul on Zubats. And then at the seven-minute mark, he draws the third foul on. They have to take him out. And, like, honestly, that was one of the worst things that could have happened to the Mavs because that, that, <laughs> that five-out lineup came out there where they were playing all wings, and Clippers fans have been asking for all wings. I saw our old friend Charles Mockler tweeting about this during game during the game. He was like, oh, Covington played at the five, and they played man, and they played all these wings, and they played really well. Wow, big surprise. Like Clippers fans have been asking for lineups like that for a while. They haven't really been going to them. They've been trying Moses Brown. They've been doing the, you know, the Zubats thing. It's, it's – and – uh and then he gets he gets out with foul trouble. And then the Mavericks all of a sudden don't look like they can they can hang. I think I saw uh, Law Murray, uh, great reporter for the Athletic friend of the, pod. the Clippers, friend of the pod. Uh, I think he tweeted out during the game that this was the most minutes that Covington's played all season and his highest plus minus that he's had all season in a game. And um, <laughs> he's like, if Reggie Bullock can play, <laughs> I actually do think this is Kawhi Leonard's best game of the season so far. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's a Mavericks thing. I don't, I mean, we could talk about how they, let, let's just do it now. Yeah. What's our thoughts on how they defended him tonight? Because early on, I wrote down the first quarter, both teams doubling their stars, a uh, little bit different for the Clippers. Whenever Kawhi gets doubled, uh, compared to, uh, when Luka gets doubled for Dallas. Yeah. I asked our current locked on Clippers host Dari. And I was like, is this the best that Kawhi has looked all year? And he said they played Boston. They beat Boston recently. And that was, he looked really good in that one, but he only scored 26 points in that one. I think, I think this was probably his best game uh, that he's played. And it was just as if Kawhi was peak Kawhi. You're out there. And like, you were just expecting him to come like that. He had not been hurt or anything like that. Like that's the way he looked out there. And the Mavericks decided, all right, we're going to double him every time. No matter what happens, every freaking and what time. and what happened with this with this team, this is the one of the reasons. There's several. We'll go over all of them. But the, one of the reasons why they lost is they're without Josh Green, they're without Dorian, they're without Maxi, and because of that, it's not just because of that, but because of that, they tried to double Kawhi because nobody can guard Kawhi. Bullock hasn't been defending at the level where he can successfully guard Kawhi. Nobody really can successfully guard Kawhi when he's playing that way. Uh, and when he's got his his strength, he's going to his mid-range shot, all that kind of stuff. But they try to double Kawhi, and then you play this five-out offense, the Clippers do, where they're spreading you across the floor, and the Mavericks 
when they double, you have to rotate back, and the person that has to rotate back all the way over to the open guy is one of the guys that doubles. And so you're asking somebody to run from one side of the court to the other, and the ball is always going to be faster than the guy that rotates or the guy that, that runs, and you just can't make it there. And the Clippers were just making so many open shots. I felt like they went 100% from open shots in the first two <laughs> the first two quarters. I felt like that's where they got all of their uh, their lead from, was just like hitting those open shots off of the double. You know, you just saw a difference. Um, actually, coming up next, Ooh. I want to talk about the difference between both these teams because one of these teams are, is really good at uh, rotating on defense. Shocker. won't spoil it. It's coming up. <laughs> talk about that. Coming up before we do. Let me <laughs> Great team. Let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can go and you don't have to play against these professionals. You don't have to join a league where it's like, Daily fantasy, but it's also like a league-wide thing. If you don't do it every day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. All that. You can go check it out right now. They have Milwaukee versus Atlanta. This one's kind of interesting. Um, Giannis. You pick the more or less 32.5 points for Giannis against the Hawks. Over. Yeah. Pick pick more for Giannis. Uh, Trey Young against against the Bucks. 26.5, more or less. Uh- under against Drew. Do less against Drew Holiday there. You can pick a bunch of other stuff. You can add uh, DeJounte Murray, 19 and a half. Ooh, that one's kind of interesting. Over? Yeah, give me the more on that one. If you put down 20 bucks, you put all th- three of those down, put down 20 bucks, you win 45. If you went put down 100 bucks, you'd win 225. You can even hit the power play on that one. There's different, all kinds of different like multipliers and payouts. And if you do that, you put down a hundred, you could win $500 on just those three plays. So go check it out. It's prize picks. Use the promo code locked on to get a hundred percent instant deposit match with up to a hundred dollars. Promo code locked on it's prizepicks.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks for making lockdown maps. Your first listen each and every day. Let's get back into this game. The Dallas Mavericks lose to the Clippers. They made it close at times. They were down by 23 at one point. They fought all the way back into the, in the third quarter. They made it a 10-point game, and you're like, ooh, Mavs getting some life here. They just need to make a couple of threes, and all of a sudden this game is back in order. But the thing that really did them in was they just could not get stops. At certain points in this game, in the middle of the third quarter, I wrote, the Mavs can't get a single stop. And that was what was really standing mm-hmm. out as the Mavs rotations versus the Clippers rotations. Yes, that's what it was, is, you know, the Clippers, when you look at some of their, like, even looking at their three-point stats, their opponent three-point stats uh, this season, they're 17th in the league in three-point attempts per game from their opponent, okay? So they allow their opponent to take around 34 threes a game. Dallas took 38 threes tonight, but they're first in the league in opponent three-point percentage. So mm-hmm. they're they're the best in the league. at you know, Obviously, some of this is luck a little bit because you're missing shots, but not all of it's luck. That means that you're defending the three-point line really, really well. And tonight, you know, Dallas shot what 31% from three, but it's a it that's a testament to how good you're rotating, especially whenever you're going against a guy like Luca that you're gonna go out there and double, which they doubled Luca a decent amount tonight. Yeah, they did. But man, look at the differences though. Whenever you know, Dallas, not to pick on Christian Wood, but when you have Christian Wood, Dwight Powell, some of these bigger, you know, I know Dwight got injured in this game, Dallas. but some, you know, Davis, you get some of these guys that are not the quickest and not the best at rotating. And it's like, you know, even look at the Norm Powell, you know, uh, highlight the dunk, you know, they swing it so fast over to Norm Powell and Christian Woods trying his best to get out there, but he's just, you know, limbering out there and he tries to close out. But I mean, Norm Powell just pump fakes and goes right past Christian Wood and then, you know, jumps up and yams it on, you know, Tim as he's trying to rotate too. Tim's not the best rotating defender either. So it's like, 
it what a difference tonight when you're seeing Kawhi and some of these guys rotating so fast. Even Nick Batum, he's not the fastest dude in the world, but he's so smart and long. And it's like they're just on a string out there rotating after they're def- after after they're doubling Luca. But when Dallas is trying to double Kawhi, that's why I was like, I was, you know, obviously we get into it and like, oh, what would we do as a coach, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, at this point, I think I would let you know let Kawhi torches. Like I'd almost put put Luca on Kawhi or put somebody, probably not Tim, but somebody else and just say, <laughs> can you just try to slow him down and then have everybody Seth else stay Curry home? Seth Curry still on the team? Can we get Seth Curry to guard Kawhi? What a throwback that was. Because they just couldn't rotate in, in time you know, to defend the other guys, and that was just hard to watch. Yeah, and, and the Clippers, to their credit, hit open shots. They hit a bunch of open shots. They shot you know, in the first, the first half. I thought they were, they were what, 46% from three, and they were hitting their like mid-range shots. And they got a bunch of guys that can just hit shots like that, and they were all really hitting well. Marcus Morris had a good first half. You had uh, uh, Terrence Mann hit a couple of shots. Norman Powell hit a couple of shots, and that's – Kind of all they needed <laughs> at a certain point because uh, the Mavericks couldn't defend. And then another thing with that is like when you're scoring so easily, when the Clippers are just scoring so easily, it just and then the Mavericks are trying so hard to score on the other end, it just makes everything harder because then all of a sudden you're like, all right, well now we're going against the, the the Clippers score, and now we're going against a set defense on the other side instead of maybe a transition bucket, which can the Mavs buy a transition bucket at, the, at this point? They got one in the, four, in the beginning of the fourth quarter and Ty Lue called the timeout. Uh, they can't get any transition buckets. Five fast break points, six second chance points. We got to get into that now. Uh, this game was also lost because of offensive rebounds, right? Like everybody yeah. jokes on, everybody clowns you for saying that rebounds don't matter, but offensive rebounds. i never said the rebounds don't matter. Offensive rebounds have always mattered, right? That's been a thing that has always yeah. mattered. If you're not going to put in the effort and not going to get those rebounds, um, like it, you're just not going to win the 12 offensive rebounds for the Clippers, 20 second chance yeah. points for the Clippers. Mavs only get six. Now Dwight Powell went out. Maxie's still out. JaVale McGee can't play. It's like, all right, they're, just, they're just running out of options here. Christian Wood, three boards, three board, one offensive rebound. You're playing against wings a lot of time because Zubats fouled out or is, is out because of foul trouble. And you're like, you can only get three rebounds. Really? Like that's that's what you're doing in this yeah. game? Like he was he was calling for fouls more times than he was boxing out trying to go for these boards. You're like, "All right, if you want to get paid, if you want to be on this team, you got to do some of these things that the Mavericks didn't do before you got here." And that's one of the things. And like he just Luca's the best rebounder on the team still. Like Yeah. I, we can count probably like all the things that Luca is the best on the team at still. And it's uh what was that stat a while ago that was like Luca uh has like a, it's like a ton more times Luca has led his team in points, rebounds, and assists, and it was like a hundred more than Jokic has in his career. And you're like, you're like, what? That seems insane. It was like forty or fifty or hundred, or it was a, some giant number. And you're like, that seems insane, but it's because like nobody else is is doing these things and stepping up. You know, you mentioned Javale Abigo. There was not to pick on him too much because he only played. You know, almost three minutes. You can pick game. on him because he can't play. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> there was a him. there was a moment tonight. I'm like, all right, that that kind of like persona or not really. That's the example of why. What's the difference of him this year? And like, whoa, okay, is when Norm Powell drives baseline on him, literally goes right around him at the in the paint, like at the rim, and just does like a layup. And Javale like jumps and you know is just late, late. to, and he was just you could tell like just the reflexes on of like how late he was to jump and contest it. 
it was just too fast for him. And I was like, oh man, it's tough. You know, it's just an example of, of JaVel that, but you know, you, what are you going to say? Go ahead. No, you can keep going. I got, I'm, I was going to change lanes. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to change lanes just a little bit to a bigger picture of, cause you're talking about Christian Wood, you know, Wood was two of seven in this game at 12 points was minus 16, three boards only took one, three in this game. You know, a lot was made about the seven game win streak, right? Like, not just Christian Wood, but this whole team. And, you know, it was a little bit, you know, before they started this little stretch of games against, you know, Boston, New Orleans, OKC, you know, this game in LA, obviously they got the Lakers and then, you know, Portland, you know, twice, but it was these, you know, little four game stretch here, kind of the, those three teams, assuming New Orleans had everybody going into it, but we're like, all right, now we're going to kind of see like what this team's really about, right? Sure. Like, they won those seven games. Three of those were against, you know, the Rockets, a fourth against San Antonio. Like, Three you know, the Knicks. The <laughs> it's like the Knicks game didn't have Brunson, RJ, and that was the crazy at the buzzer, all that stuff. And it was like, all right, seven game win streak was a lot of fun. Let's just see what they're about against, you know, Boston, Clippers, New Orleans, whatever. They go into Boston, outclassed. Like, Talk Christian, what's. Yeah, Christian Wood struggled in that game because you know not to single him out, but that was one of the guys we were looking at, saying, "All right, let's see what let's see what he's really about against some like really good teams." He's been balling. He's been playing really well. Goes against Boston, and it was tough. Uh, they played New Orleans. Now, obviously, they miss you know Zion Ingram, CJ. They win that game. They lose against OKC, and now they go into this Clippers game, and they're outclassed again. Christian Wood struggles again. It's like, all right. What are we? Are we like? Are we just going to dominate the the bad teams? And Christian one's going to ball out. These, some of the role players going to ball out against the bad teams, but against some of these like playoff teams, like what? Something's got to happen. Like what? What type of you know? What type of team are we? Not just a, a player. And I, I'm not trying to single out Christian Wood, but I think you do got to at least talk about a little bit of like, all right, this is kind of two games in a row against some of the, like a top team and. We need we need we need him in this game. We need Spencer Dinwiddie in this game. Coming up, you know what was wild about this game? They could have won. They could have won still. <laughs> let's talk. Yeah. About, let's talk about that and more and what the Mavericks need to do and change going forward coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. Go check out uh, what they have right now on Bet Online. You can go and see some NBA futures, some NBA specials. What's the special right now? Oh, it's the how LeBron will break the all-time points record. Your favorite, your favorite thing. Are you that, serious? That they have. It's a favorite. Still? Your favorite thing. That they, well, he hasn't broken it yet, so you can still put on. You can still put bets on it. Uh, that Bucks versus Hawks game for tomorrow. Bucks are a two-point favorite against the Hawks. That one is just two? two. Two. It's an away game. Oh. Oh, give me the over on that. <laughs> you can put uh, you can bet the money line too. Minus one thirty for the hawk for the uh the Bucks. Two? Check, check that one out. Also, <laughs> Kings, nine point favor against the Rockets at home. Celtics. Dude, I think point, the King, the Kings can the move in the fourth in the West. Yeah, so they may be motivated. You can check it out all out on Bet Online. They also have football uh for the wild card weekend coming up this weekend. Go check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. Yeah, wild card weekend, baby. All right, Isaac Harris. Oh, our teams are our teams are fighting each other this weekend. It's gonna be. I'm not confident, guys. Not at all. <laughs> the the only ones tough. that count are when Isaac is confident in his Ravens and my Bengals are bad. I was so confident in the Ravens last year. This year, my confidence is very low. Who day? Who day? Um, the Mavericks almost won this game, right? Like, let let's talk about how wild that is. Because of all, I mean, the- okay, 
Of, I, all, of all the reasons, hey, I'm, I'm I don't gonna, know if I'm fully there with you. Right, like, well, don't, almost, don't follow like, me down this path then, because the Mavericks could have won this <laughs> game. The all all the awful things that was happening in this game, of all the reasons they lost, we went over all that. It was a ten point game with a minute left. A ten point lead in the NBA is nothing. It's nothing anymore. And yeah, it felt and, a little a little like they were down by like twenty by most of the game, right? Like. They were down by 23 at one point. Like, it, like okay. yeah, the Clippers had this pretty much in hand, but Luka Doncic had an incredible fourth quarter, and you get you get pretty close there. And, like, <laughs> if Davis hits any of those four threes. Let's just say A3. <laughs> yeah, any of those four threes in the fourth, like, all of a sudden I feel like that changes your momentum a little bit. You hit a three, and then all of a sudden I think it changed. Bullock missed two threes in the third. Dinwiddie – took that crazy like like uh almost logo three in the fourth quarter that just he had no reason yeah. to take it felt like uh hardy missed that three that he wasn't ready for in the fourth quarter if, if if any of those goes down you're all of a sudden like feeling some momentum behind you you're you're down by like six or seven and you're like okay here we go luke and Andres can take us back from anything and then you're betting on this clippers team that's on a six game losing streak so of all the awful things that went down, like the Mavericks are still in some of these games. Like the, they got outclassed in like so many different ways. And because of Luca, because of how good he is, they can still win games like this. If just a couple guys had just stepped up and helped him in any way, they, they could have won this game. It just wasn't in the calculus and didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you could say Tim had the best game outside of Luca, um, hitting three threes in the game, six of 11 from the field, 16 points. Um, you know, maybe Cleveland, you know, maybe Kobe Alton was watching this game. Um, well, Karis LeVert apparently lost the game for the <laughs> for the, the Cavs over there against the Jazz. So that game was actually kind of funny. I love seeing like Clarkson, you know, put it to Mitchell and the Cavs, and it's like, all right, former let, teams. Let's do this. Um, but no, I mean, Christian Wood and Dinwiddie combining for twenty five points. No, that's just tough. Like, work. it just you just can't. I mean, if they're gonna do that, then the rest of your team it just has to hit a million threes. Yep. Like that's the game that Reggie has to hit. Like seven or eight threes Tim has to hit six threes like it that's this the only formula that's going to really work and they needed more um from Dinwiddie I mean Dinwiddie only Dinwiddie and Christian Wood only took seven shots each tonight like what is that like you got it you got to yeah. take more shots than seven shots in, in this game and yeah I mean that's honestly kind of the story of the game with you know not to go back to Lucas help stuff but that's, there you go I mean, that's it. I mean, that's it for offense, right? Especially if this team has to lean offense because all their defenders are out. Like then, you have to outscore your, the other team, and you have to. And, and it was a, it, it was a, as a battle of like who is going to win out in this game. In the sense of, you know, going into the game, I'm pretty sure the Clippers had a top five, top six defense in the league, uh, to where Dallas had a top five. You know, I think they were fifth in the league in offense. Yeah. And so you're looking at two top six teams, one in defense, one in offense. They're going against each other. Like, all right, which one's going to win out? Well, the Clippers defense won out. So, uh, you know, we saw that tonight. And that was that was one of the things that it was that and the three point stuff that I was going into tonight to tonight's game looking at and saying, all right, Clippers do a really good job of defending the three point line. Can Dallas kind of debunk that? And they couldn't do either one of them tonight. Was there any rotation or roster move that kid could have done i was thinking about that after no this there game. was a lineup tonight though that and we haven't even talked about it in, until now they in the second half that i don't think we've ever seen before <laughs> luca was the biggest player on the floor for the mavs so he was like 
point center, if we want to say that. Like but it was Luca in the finals. Yeah, it was wild because it was Luca, Reggie. So it was like Reggie or Tim was at four, if we want to say that, <laughs> uh, or the five. But it was Luca, Reggie, Tim, Frank, and Jaden Hardy. I was like, whoa, what? What is this? It's like a five guard lineup, like basically. And that was part of the lineup that was going on that run in the third quarter that got them. Rick Carlisle somewhere like, give me the remote. I got to see this. <laughs> got them within <laughs> 10 at that point. Uh, I don't think there's anything roster. He tried different lineups. He tr- he threw JaVale out there for a minute, and then he got JaVale got pushed around by Moses Brown. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. JaVale can't play in this game. That's crazy. Especially when the Clippers go small. Like, you just can't play a big. I mean, that's why Dallas had a, a, a little bit of a chance against you know when when they went small because then they could switch um the plus minus stat this is one of them you look at this game you laugh at because you know Jaden was a plus 15 in this game okay that third by quarter far run. yeah by far the best plus minus um but he had two points he was one of six from the field didn't hit a three i thought at times he struggled a little bit but then i thought he played pretty good defense on john wall a few possessions and I actually tweeted out during the game because I was thinking, I was like, you know, Jaden's so young. I was like, I wonder like what he thinks of John Wall. Yeah. Like when he's, when he sees him. So I figured it up. I sat there and did the math for a little bit. Cause, you know, we're losing my 20. I was like, I got time. <laughs> and I was like, what was Jaden Hardy doing whenever John Wall, because obviously being from Kentucky, I, I vividly remember the cousins, John Wall team and all that stuff. When John Wall was doing the Dougie dance at Kentucky, Jaden Hardy was seven years old. No. <laughs> He was seven. And then I was looking, I was like, all right, what, what was he whenever he, John Wall jumped on like the, the scores table. He was in second you know? grade. He was in second grade when John Wall was doing that, which he was probably doing it in school, right? Jane, I think Jane was like a freshman in high school whenever John Wall jumped on the scores table. With the Wizards? Oh <laughs> with the Wizards and all that. But wow. it was just, it's just wild because I was like, man, Jane must be like, wow, playing against some of these guys. He's, this is another growing pains game for him for sure. Yeah, he got yeah. totally stripped on two drives like that. You, that's what happens. Like that's the next level. You see how clearly the levels are on in NBA basketball when you're like, okay, playing against this Pelicans team, bunch of guys out. You can drive to the lane whenever you want to play against this Clippers team. You drive the lane and get cl- very cleanly stripped twice, like like very clearly because they're just it's a playoff defense and they've got these wings and it's you know, like Robert Covington and whoever else he drove against Terrence Mann or whoever we've played playoff reps. Like you can't yeah. just drive in against us haphazardly. Um, and they needed hard. They needed Hardy or somebody off the bench tonight to score because yeah. they lost the bench points battle tonight by 30 Mavs had 13 <sighs> points off the bench. Clippers had 43, 27. Of those was Norm Powell, but still 43 bench points compared yeah. to 13. And the Mavs have been winning bench points a lot throughout the year because they've had wood and, and Tim Hardaway jr. Coming off the bench. At times, yeah. Uh, with, with Hardy though, he had the greatest assist of the night. Is that the one that Chris? Oh no, the, the <laughs> Hardy goes dry. Hardy goes driving in. It looks like he gets fouled. He doesn't. He they don't call a foul or anything. He's flying on the. He goes from the right side of the rim to the left side, and he chucks up a prayer. And I think I think it was I think I think it was a shot. I think, Javel I think it was a McGee. Shot. But then then uh, who comes over? Javel McGee. JaVale McGee comes flying over and dunks it, and it looks like the greatest pass. If Luca had done that pass, he would have been like, that was a pass. That was intentional. I, I did that on purpose. That was, a, that was a pass. I tried to tell them that was a pass, but uh, they didn't give him assist for it. He didn't get any, he didn't get any assist in this game, so it didn't count. 
Um, but yeah, it's another growing pains game for Hardy. And this is what I was talking about yesterday. You got to play him in these games. If, if this is your roster, you need him later in the season and he's got to learn in games like this. All right. What's next. What's my next step for me. I'm not just like yeah. a ready-made product ready to go. And he's been working and you know, we're not worried about that, but th- th- these type of games keep you up at night where you're like, Oh dang, I have a really, I have a long way to go t- if I want to get to where I want to go as a player. Well, hopefully the Mavs don't step up. Sorry, I had, to, I had to finish it up with the harp. Hopefully uh, the Mavs uh, don't stay up at night uh, today <laughs> as they have another off day, free day in L.A. Oh, boy. Because uh, they're back, right back in crypto slash Staples Arena uh, on Thursday night against you know, the Lakers. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That was a mistake. Sorry. Uh, the Lakers. <laughs> you hit the wrong drop. Sorry. The, the Lakers are. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. The Lakers are playing (laughs) decent basketball right now, and it's like, all right, we're going to be able to tell really clearly early on if uh, they enjoyed their off day in L.A. For sure. Uh, And then after that, you know, they head up to Portland uh, Portland for a couple games, but they got to stop this from being some type of – they can't lose to the Lakers. (laughs) Just murder. (laughs) So, yeah, this next stretch they have coming up at Lakers, at Portland twice, and and a back-to-back. Uh, home for Atlanta, home for Miami, home for the Clippers. This next stretch is like all teams that are right around your caliber. It's another really, it's not like a test where you're like, all right, we're going up against the best of the best teams. These are teams right where, right where you should have good battles with them and probably yeah. win some of them. Portland, Atlanta, probably Miami, and definitely the Lakers. You should win all, you should win all those games, but we'll see. And hopefully you get Josh or Dorian back. We'll have updates with that tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll go over a, uh, a couple of Toronto Raptors suggestions for for moves. Looks like they're oh, say no more. Looks like they're ready to make. I'll take the some whole moves. dang team. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, could they get Fred VanVleet? Is that something that they should do? What, yeah. What other roster moves should they make? We'll talk about that tomorrow, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. I want to give a shout out to Will Bradshaw and On for uh, shooting at me some fun tweets tonight. Thanks for uh, listening to the pod. And uh, yeah, peace out. Boom.